And welcome back to Afterburn After Hours. It is October. Woo! My favorite month. Is it really? Is it because it's your birthday month? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Allie's got a birthday next Thursday. Is it Thursday? Yep. Next Thursday. It's probably my second favorite month. What's your first? Uh, December, because I love Christmas. That's mm. valid. I love Christmas time. Do you love Hallmark movies? Actually, no, not really. I'll watch them, but um, I just like Christmas decorations and food. Oh, well. So I also like Thanksgiving. Yeah, I was going to ask you, does, does Thanksgiving <laughs> fall into the category then? Basically the next three months. I I would have to say this is my favorite season or I, my, I guess favorite quarter is uh, is fall into winter, but we don't get the season. So it's cool. However, I am loving our current weather. Yeah. It's been it's, pretty nice. It's supposed to be like in the low seventies this coming weekend. I know Ooh, it's going to feel so nice. It's going to feel like fall. I like fall. Uh, so we have a big birthday coming up for you. So what makes it big? So Allie is to my left this time. She's usually sitting on the right hand side, switching things up a little bit. She's got a birthday coming up. I'm trying a different side this time. Yeah, we're trying to trying to new things, different angles. And yes. uh, so <laughs> so so you got a birthday coming up. Yep. And you're gonna do something special. You gonna celebrate? I have no plans as of right now. Okay. Well, somebody send her a birthday gift. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or shoot where's, her. Where's that Venmo? Shoot yeah, her add my Venmo to the screen. When yeah. Post perfect. <laughs> I don't know how to do that, but we'll, you can do it later. Uh, add it to yours Comments. when you share it. Yeah. <laughs> Donate to me. Yeah. Send her an inbox. Happy birthday. And uh, so it's talking about new things. We have some exciting new about Cassie. Co-host Cass, everyone's favorite. Stop. <laughs> she is going to be uh, starting a new venture. So she is- yeah, Very new, yeah. Yeah, so, so I don't want to give away everything, but um, why don't you tell people what you're going to be doing? Uh, well, I'm moving. Yay. Moving up to Georgia. All right. <laughs> Dude, you, you, if I thought it wasn't country enough in Yuli, then I'm going into Georgia. You're going to start barking. Well, I know you are. I know you're going to start barking. Our family's already Georgia fans. I know. She talked oh. about a previous podcast about Georgia fans and their barking. You now are, I, I think when you're around it enough, it just, it doesn't feel weird or awkward. It's just going to be part of like, just when you just like, like walk into work, you just start barking at people. Yeah. So it's gonna is, be that the t is that when you do that is when you're just walking into work? I think they do it just when like they any, see other Georgia fans. They just go, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> just, <laughs> You know, no. maybe it's much louder than that. Way scarier. <laughs> I don't want to do it into the mic if it's too loud. Yeah, but it gets really loud. It's like a raid going on or something. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's their thing. It, yeah, it's a little weird. But I expect when you come back to visit us, you immediately bark at us. I don't really watch football though. So. Doesn't matter. I think it's part of the thing. So, anyways, you're going to Georgia. Yes. Okay. Yes. So did the devil. Went down to Georgia, according to according One to the song. Up. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. I'm going up to Georgia. You're going up, so different. Yeah, yeah. But I have a new uh, exciting career opportunity, so it's uh, going to be new and different, but kind of like we talk about in all of our podcasts, you know, trying different things, um, trying to move into a new season. Mm -hmm. Like we talk about new challenges. I'm always up for a challenge and learning new things. So when one door opens, might as well give it a try. 
I wish we had an applause button that we could like push on here. Uh, like, but we don't. We'll that's pretend. okay. Someone added in. So we are. I, I'm excited. I'm actually very excited about Cassie. I I told her. I called her um, after she told us the news. Very emotional. And uh, I'm very proud of her. The opportunity she has is very big, and um, it's always exciting for us when we get a chance to see people grow into um, a, a new phase of their life. And so I'm super proud of you. You've been amazing co-host. And uh, I don't know. Um, I'll come back and be a special guest. Oh, uh, good. Yes. Remember, I have a lot of, fa- all my family's still here, so I will be here very frequently. So you're not losing me completely. She's going to be able to ride her horse to work now? Are you becoming a Saving member? gas? There's no orange theories up there. I mean, if you want to sign up. <laughs> Allie's like, give or me your money. <laughs> OTF online. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this will be... Uh, one of Cassie's last podcasts with us. I think there may be one or two more she might be on, but uh, but just so you know, if if she does disappear, that's why she's moving to Georgia. Yes, yes, all for good reasons. Mm-hmm. So we're very excited for her. So congratulations again. Thank you. All right, we are going to talk about something today that I feel is right up both you guys' alleys. Um, no pun intended. No pun. Yeah. Uh, All the puns. Yeah, we're going to do it. But um, so this this episode, we're going to talk about stop trying and start training. And, you know, we hear it all the time. People are trying to lose weight. Mm. They're trying to do this. They try to do this. And, and you could probably think in your life of things that you've tried to start. Or, you know, if you're listening to this, and I can say this because I'm married, if your husband has said, I'm, you know, I'm going to try to get to the yard this weekend, or I'm going to try to get this project done you probably want him to stop trying and actually start doing right. So, uh, and, and I can always, I can always say that because I've heard it a few times myself over my last many years of marriage. And, uh, so we're going to tie this back into what does it mean for a fitness person, an orange theory member, or just in general, we want you to stop trying and start training. So to do that first, uh, what does it mean to you when you hear, the title, stop trying, start training. I think trying is obviously we all try our best, but we don't actually have like a clear end. Like, where are we going? Okay. What's the goal? And then when we're training, we have a set specific goal. We're actually looking to achieve. And how do we set a strategy, certain checkpoints to get there? Like, how can I keep track of me reaching those goals? Okay. What's you? Um, similar. I think it's almost like trying is kind of like, I want to get fit. And so I'm kind of just shooting in the dark and then hopefully something sticks. Just because I, I got a gym membership. So that means yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm going to get fit. Um, and then training, like you have a specific, I want to lose X amount of weight. This is how I'm going to do it. I've taken necessary steps to make sure that I have a game plan to get there. Yeah. And you're just intentionally doing that every day versus mm-hmm. just like, Oh, I went on a walk. So hopefully I get there. I think that's the key word is intention. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, I've kind of defined this for us that we can kind of uh, talk about the two different terms. So trying, so what I say is trying refers to a passive or half-hearted approach towards a goal or endeavor. When someone is trying, they are making sporadic or inconsistent efforts. They lack clear vision, goals, or planning, and their approach is often objectives and uncertainty or hasty. Uh, Trying can also involve making excuses, avoiding challenges, and not fully committing to the actions required for success. It may be driven by fear of failure, a lack of motivation, or a mindset that does not prioritize persistence. So let's 
touch on those last, that last sentence there. Uh, it may be driven by fear of failure, lack of motivation, or a mindset does not prioritize persistence. So do you think trying sometimes comes from those three things? Fear of failure. I mean, I, we all want to get somewhere. So we try our best and hope, like Ali said, like it's like axe throwing. This is what it reminds me of. When I, I've been axe throwing before and I'm just trying my best and hoping it doesn't come swirling or spiraling back at me. And maybe I stick it on the board. But then you have someone who comes in behind you. They've trained to do this. They're landing bullseye every time, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're trying, like, yeah, I'm going to throw it as best I can and hope that I can land something versus the opposite where I've been there, done that. I know it works for me and I'm not going to fail. So are you not fully committing to your throw because you're afraid that thing might bounce back and hit you in the face? Absolutely. Okay. So there's a fear of failure. <laughs> seriously. There's a fear afraid. of failure there. Yes. Yeah. So you're not fully committed to the thing because no. you're afraid because of the uncertainty, because you don't have the um, confidence because you haven't trained. Because if you throw as hard as you can and it hits the wrong spot, it's coming back at you. I've seen the videos online. Yes. Yeah. You don't want to be a YouTube video. And it's video. scary. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I've experienced it um, kind of on more of a professional level as well, instead of like just fitness and whatnot. Um, but early on when I was younger in my career, I went through a lot of like, I was trying to like get a promotion or I was trying to move up, but I wasn't really like doing anything like specific because I was scared that like, I was going to get told no, or I was, you know, not going to be suitable for the role. So I was like going in doing my job and I was trying to develop, but I wasn't really doing anything specific. And then once I started like saying like, okay, this is a specific job that I want and actually training specifically for that job, then you're actually training to get there. So I think fear of failure is probably a huge one. I think training also takes a lot more time yeah. than trying and just shooting in the dark. And a lot of yeah. people don't want to stick it out and keep the consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that goes into the second thing is the lack of motivation. So when you're trying something, the reason that your husband hasn't finished that thing yet is because what's the motivation? Was it his thing or was it your thing? Mm. <laughs> I feel tacked right now. <laughs> so. Dustin has three days off right now and he has a list and uh, I don't think he's as motivated as I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a real thing, man. So, you know, it, a lot of times when we hear members come in and they, they have their thing, I want to try to do this. I want to try to get here. I want to try to get there. Um, I think the first thing that, that we always ask or that, we, that I would ask is, you know, what's the thing that's holding you back and uh, what's the barrier? What's the, what's the obstacle? And it just, accountability and motivation. We hear those things quite often. So I think motivation is a big one where people are just trying because if you really wanted to lose five pounds, it's not that hard. It's not difficult to lose five pounds. Like a small change and you know, what you're eating or small change and just a little bit more. Yeah. And just being consistent with it. Mm -hmm. So if you make that small change and you're consistent with it for 30 days, chances are you'll see that quick move. Mm -hmm. But are you actually motivated to make that small change? And if you're not motivated by a specific goal or you don't have that big thing, then you're not going to make the small change to actually get there. So the motivation I think is huge is why we just get stuck in this trying cycle. Because guess what? You've been trying for a long time to lose that five pounds or that 10 pounds or whatever it may be. You've been trying for a long time. Why but hasn't What have ha- you been doing? Right. Yeah. And why hasn't it happened? Because you're not motivated to do it. You, you would like it to happen, 
until I use my dad as an example. Love my dad to death. He's a great guy. But uh, he was trying to eat. He's like, I need to get back on the, lose weight, lose weight. And then he got diagnosed diabetes mm. and he started like tracking everything. And now he's, he's lost like almost 40 pounds, but like it, it got to the point where like, okay, now it's the motivation's different. Now motivation is I got a problem, mm-hmm. you know? So like, let's, let's not get to that point, but you've been trying for a long time. Stop trying. What's the motivation? I think it's a small mindset shift too. I mean, when you're trying it almost like inherently gives you an out of like, Oh, well, if it didn't happen, at least I tried. And it's like, don't try, like just do it. Yeah. Like, when you're trying to do something, you're giving yourself an out and you're more than likely going to take that out. Well, it's way easier to. Yeah. It's the easy yeah. choice. It's just like, meh, it wasn't meant to be. You hear that a lot. Oopsies. Yeah. And then the last piece of that, which goes along with motivation is the persistence. So prioritizing the thing. What's the thing that's going to get you to, again, Dawson, my man, you know, what's he prioritizing today? Video games, some me time. Cause he works Sleep, sleeping right now. Sleep. He's, he's a hard worker. <laughs> he works a lot. He's got a lot, a lot of long hours. Mm-hmm. What's he prioritizing? Is it your list? Probably not. No, not today. But, but you know what I mean? So, uh, but what's the motivation there? If he knew that like, Hey, if I get this list done, then I'm going to, you know, go on a date night or I'm going to have this. So it's like, what's the little thing at the end of the road? It's just like, get the list done. So I don't get yelled at. That's not good motivation. <laughs> That's not good motivation. You know what I mean? You know, it's, it's just not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now you're rethinking it. You're like, if he doesn't get it done, I shouldn't yell at him. I'm trying to help you out Dawson, my man. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, um, but how do you, how do you prioritize when you're, when you have a thing? When I have a thing, um, you have a marathon coming up. I do. So how are you prioritizing? Cause you're not going to just try to do it. You're training to do it. Yes. I know you are. Yes. That's um, a really long marathon. If you were just trying. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you're not going to do it. You know, you know how bad it would suck to just try to do a marathon a lot. Mm. I mean, it takes a long time to even just like walk a marathon. So yeah. I can't. <laughs> it takes a long time to drive a marathon. Yeah. So that's 26 miles. Like that's what starts to freak me out about marathon training. I like start running and I realize cause I'm so familiar with the Jacksonville area that I'll like start from my house and I like realize like, Oh gosh, like this is actually how far away I am from where I started. Yeah. But I digress. Um, so priorities are always going to be people's biggest downfall. I think. And just, I think people are scared to set their priorities straight with things they actually want, because we're told that we're supposed to prioritize different things and people are scared of prioritizing things that are important to them. So you really have to just make time to prioritize things that are important to you. So I make my job probably, I don't want to say the biggest priority, biggest priority in my life, but it's probably pretty up there. Um, aside from like family and things like that, and just being able to account different time to different priorities. But if you don't have your priorities set, like these are my five things that I'm going to focus on and that's where I can divide my time to, then it's not going to happen. You have to have a very clear, like, this is what I'm prioritizing. This is how much time I'm going to account to each of those things. And when you set yourself up for success like that and you have it planned out, then it's easy to prioritize whatever you need to. Yeah. But when I'm working and then I got a family to hang out with as well, and then I have these things and these things, I'm like, oh, well, I also want to work out suddenly that falls really low on the priority list. So just being really strict in your priorities is okay. And 
is going to be like a key to definitely getting to wherever you want to be. Especially through the holidays right now. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And you're training for something. Uh, like, I mean, vacation. not training, but yeah, you're training, you're, you're training for vacation. Well, yeah, I've been doing a challenge. I think personal experience, like going into the new year, like I was trying to be consistent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, you know, and that was my, my biggest challenge was consistency, but, you know, getting to a point where I had this vacation that's coming up in now a month away. So mm-hmm. only four weeks. And in August I was like, you know what? Nothing's working that I've already been doing. So I'm going to do something different. So I decided to do kind of like a twist on a popular challenge that's out now, but, um, it's, exercise every day. I changed a few diets. I put myself on something that I should have done a long time ago, like no dairy, like no gluten, just for Mm -hmm. my own personal health. And in addition to the exercising and stuff every day, like I finally started to see some changes. So it it's rewarding. Like when you actually make those changes and adjustments that we probably should have done like a long time ago, and we were just hoping that things would kind of solve themselves and get to where we want it to be. Magic, it's not magic. It doesn't happen overnight. No. So you have to do it for yourself. So now, I mean, for myself, I mean, losing the weight that I lost and feeling so much better and, you know, feeling ready to go on this vacation and confident and, you know, all that jazz, like we all want to feel. Um, but it, again, it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. You have to work for it. And so to go back to something you said, the motivation was the vacation, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you decided you made a hard, hey, non-negotiable, this is what we're going to do. And you prioritized it. So that right there, those two things are training mindsets. Yeah. And it, so it doesn't have to be a weight loss goal. It doesn't have to be a marathon. It doesn't have to be a competition. It could be just be, be vacation. And here's mm-hmm. the thing. You didn't. I wouldn't consider what you're doing dieting. No. And it like, wasn't but, like that, a no sugar, like no, yeah, none yeah. of that. Like I don't have major restrictions for myself, um, but for my own personal health, like cutting out some things that a lot of people have like gluten and dairy intolerances. And like we talk about with mm-hmm. dietitian Kelsey and, and whatnot, when she's on here, like you don't realize making small changes like that, it helps your performance. Like Mm -hmm. you just feel better. Like it's not normal to, you know, have an upset stomach all the time. So making small changes like that, not even talking about the exercise routine. Right. And those were things like you said, those are just non-negotiable negotiables for me now. It's like, don't even offer it to me because I'm just going to say no. Right. Because I don't want to feel a certain way. And two, I've gotten this far now. Mm -hmm. Why would I backtrack? (laughs) And so like what I wanted to be clear, cause you said like changing my diet, when she says diet, she's not referring to a specific type of diet. What she's referring yeah. to is what she just eats on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Because like, if you're not, if you can't see us, you're not watching the little clips on Instagram, whatever, you look fantastic. Oh, you've you. in a very short period of time, you've made some big changes and it's not like you did anything that was super hard. Mm-mm. Now, are there some things that maybe are pleasures that you kind of cut out? Sure. But there's so many options now. Right. If you don't look for the options, then you really feel like you're restricting yourself. Yeah. But like I can still have ice cream. Mm -hmm. It's just dairy free ice cream, which is just almond milk and cashew milk. It tastes the exact same. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I mean, you spent time like prioritizing, like I'm not going to have these specific things because they don't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Once you make that hard decision to prioritize those things and you get that down, it becomes a habit. And then suddenly like priorities don't feel as daunting because it's just a natural priority for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happened for me when I like first started working out, like getting to the gym three days a week can be very difficult at first, but once you do it consistently, it's just another like routine for you at that yeah. point. And it's not as daunting anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good segue into how do we now take it into a training environment? How do we start training? And so training I've tended to find as training on the other hand represents a proactive and intentional approach towards achieving a specific goal or skill improvement. It involves setting clear and achievable objectives, creating structured plans and consistently putting in effort and practice to attain those goals. Training implies a commitment to an ongoing self-improvement, often with a growth mindset that embraces challenges, learns from mistakes, and seeks continual progress. And then training involves seeking guidance from experts, following well-defined routines, and maintaining discipline to achieve desired results. Complete opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and again, training doesn't have to be for a competition, a marathon, a race, a this or a that. Faith, my wife. She was training for her 40th birthday. She made a commitment at the beginning of the year. She's like, I'm going to, I'm going to be, my 40 is going to be great. My 40 is going to be my best year. And you know, she's lost a ton of weight. She didn't do anything crazy. I live with her. <laughs> that girl loves food, man. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is that she's been consistent with her Orange Theory classes. That girl goes to Orange Theory six days a week. Yes, she does. She's in, she's in <laughs> class six days a week. She's been consistent with what she's eating. Same thing with you. She probably shouldn't have dairy and gluten. She's cut those things out this year. And again, was small changes. And guess what? We've had more fun at home cooking because we're doing new things and we're trying new foods, especially now that I'm out of prep that I can have different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've really enjoyed just cooking different things and finding new, new recipes and, and things that um, are, are a lot more variety than what we were eating before. Cause we get stuck into like, we're busy, you know, and we've been married for a long time. So it's like, okay, Tuesday's taco night every week. And then Wednesday's this. And it's like, you know, you get stuck into the same kind of nutrition yeah. plan, whether you like it or not. And I, I go back to like our first year we were married. It was like, you know, we were, we were in like the, uh, the honeymoon phase. Like we were eating all the stuff, all the things, all the good things. It was like, what kind of good stuff can we cook tonight? Chicken and then, Alfredo. Yeah. yeah. Beef stroganoff. Pasta. And yeah, I mean, all those things. And then, and then we're like, whoa, what happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to start training. <laughs> but, uh, so it, it training's not specifically for an event. Yeah. Don't think, don't think we're talking about training like that. I think I have my first hard truth of the episode. Okay. (laughs) I think before you even get into like, what is actually training? You have to know that you can't actually start training until you recognize that you're actually just trying. So Mm -hmm. if you don't recognize that what you're doing is not actually working and you're not actually putting that effort in, you can't begin training Mm -hmm. until you are willing to like accept that what you're doing is not the effort you should be putting in. Yeah. It's like we talked about a few episodes ago. We're talking about like putting your workout times, like on your calendar, Mm -hmm. prioritizing that in your day at the beginning of the year. I was just hoping that I got in my three to four workouts (laughs) in the week. I was like, Oh man, I didn't have time Monday or Tuesday. I still have five days left in the week to get my workouts in. And then it just never happens. Like hopefully you find time. It just never happens. If you don't schedule it and prioritize it for yourself. Dude, 
I think I've said this before on here. When we first started for the beginning of the year, Faith and I both kind of made a commitment. Like we were going to, you know, we were going to do it this year. Like we were going to get in the best shape we've been in a long time. Cause I turned 39, she turned 40. And, uh, I was scheduling in our app, our calendar app workouts together. So it was on both of our calendars because yeah. our calendars are crazy. And I, I don't schedule those anymore because we've created that, that's that, that pattern. I don't enjoy getting up at three 30 in the morning. I don't, it's not like the thing I look forward to, but that's my time to go get my stuff done mm-hmm. yeah. because I don't have any other time in the rest of the day. So I'm prioritizing that. That's the first thing I do in the morning. I get it out of the way. Yeah. That way, when my day takes 19 different turns and U-turns and reroutes and all the things, I got my thing in. I stayed disciplined. I stayed focused. I'm training. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so yeah, to, back to what you said, who's in your corner telling you you're just trying? Coach Allie can be. Your coaches could be. When uh, you gave the example of coming up and handing the lady a little bit heavier weights yeah. on the last episode, mm-hmm. um, that that is you being like, hey, love what you're doing, but you're just trying. Let me help you. We got to do you. a little bit more here. Yeah, let's help get a little training going on. Yeah. Yeah. But coaches are there for you. Who's at home for you? You and Dawson are doing this together. Yep. Correct. You know, we're doing the same marathon. Yeah we've been texting each other about, you know, I, I text her my, my paces and yep. you know, we, we kind of keep each other on track there. Yeah. He texts me his paces. I'm like, man, maybe I should go on a run today, <laughs> <laughs> but it's accountability, mm-hmm. that is, you know, um, you know, and, and then my wife and I, you know, are in a similar boat, same thing at home. So it's like when I was in college and I was prepping, uh, my roommate is eating pizza and I'm like, Oh, I can smell it. I'm eating like lettuce and tuna. <laughs> You know, but like at home now we're doing the same thing, Yep. you know? So you have that person at home that's keeping you accountable. Don't do it alone. Don't do it's it alone. so challenging to completely do it by yourself. And yeah. whether it's just somebody helping you along or somebody actually physically doing something with you. Yeah. Liked mindsets make a difference. And that's the great part of Orange Theory too, is if you don't have somebody at home that's interested in the same thing, like, okay, like don't force it. You have a class of 15, 20 other people that are all there and their goals might be different, but we are all coming to the same place to work out. And that's the best part of like the community aspect at Orange Theory is like, you can find an accountability buddy in your class as well. If you don't have somebody at home. Can I, I'm going to say something that's going to be a little bit offensive, I think. Oh, good. Take the heat off of me. There's a lot of women that do Orange Theory. Yes. A lot of women. I mean, I feel like that's an inaccurate statement. An inaccurate? No, an accurate I would say, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. 70, 20, wait, 70, 30? Yeah, I don't know. Sit. My 415 class yesterday, math. though, it was 75% dudes, I will say. So, nice. Again, it was a lot of dudes. <laughs> the majority, though, women. Yeah. Yes. And you know what? Women that do Orange Theory get in great shape. Yeah, they do. When, when you're looking, when you're looking through the glass into the studio, when class is going on and you see the rowers packed, oh, yeah. you see a, not a lot, a lot of nice backs on yeah, that rower do. and their tank tops or whatever they're wearing. Yes. Right. Yep. We're the guy. Listen, I've said this to faith before we've been out on a beach or whatever. We've been out at Disney. We've been walking around. I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry for females. They're slim picking. I'm just saying, listen, don't get comfortable guys. Don't get, don't get married and get comfortable. That don't ain't fair. Comfortable. That's not fair. Why is she putting all the work in? Well, you know, you are getting heat for this. One. I probably will, but I'm just saying what let's go. Like make it a date night. 
Go to the gym together. Make a thing. Hey, I, it's it's so awesome to see couples in the gym together. Love it. I love it. And I'm running out of dynamic duos at my studio. Yeah, come on so now. Come on, guys. <laughs> but get, don't get your husbands in here. Yes. Listen, don't be don't be comfortable. The dad bod. Don't do that. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Like, just let's let's do something. Train together. Mm-hmm. Do the thing together. I'll tell you what. It will not only encourage, like it, it, it encourages growth, not only for you personally, but in your relationship, when you're doing it together, yeah. it's not just about the physical anymore. Now it becomes about the relational. It becomes about any, the other person that you're now holding each other accountable. It's not just your thing. Look, sometimes that's the only time we get to spend together yeah. during the day. And if it's not like, okay, we have to work out separately today, then in the morning, like, Okay, we're going to get up and like make our breakfast together. Like we have our, you know, whatever protein pancakes with our eggs. And that's like intentional time so we can set the day right for each other. It's not that hard. I just, you know, I get it. Everyone's busy. I'm not going to say that I'm busier than anybody, but I'm pretty busy. Yeah, I I would agree. That's very true. (laughs) I'll speak to that. (laughs) And so... If I can find time and prioritize it, I'm tired too. But like, that's why I get it done the first thing in the morning mm-hmm. and then it n- doesn't get in the way. But as a, as a guy, I feel like you should be setting the example, especially if you got kids, if you got a wife, you're the example. That's, you're, you're setting the tone for your family, for your relationship, for everything. I'm not saying that women can't do that. That's not, this is not, this is not about this. This is just to the guys. Dude, get your get your butt into the gym. Do well, some workouts. Get at this point, the women are doing it and the guys aren't. Right, that's so, what I'm saying. So <laughs> they well, got under. Yeah. I'll say, uh, I have a member who comes in and he's actually works the same company my dad does. So my dad and him are in the same boat. They do um, overnight, like working for CSX. They mm-hmm. work on the trains. So this member, I see him almost every day, four fifteen p.m. and he comes in. 10 minutes early every time and I chat with him and stuff. He's like, Oh yeah, I just got off. And I'm like, Oh, and he says like, good morning out of, as a joke all the time. And I was like, how was work? He's like, yeah, no, I just came straight from work. I mean, literally hadn't slept yet. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes into workout and I check on him a few times during class because he's a little bit slower. And I'm like, how you doing? He's like, I'm just tired. But I'm like, well, I'm really proud of you for showing up and coming here. Yeah. Yeah. You work at overnights no, and you're it, coming yeah. in. Every single day, my dad, every single day before he goes to work at nine o'clock at night, he finds time and goes to the gym like a routine. Mm -hmm. He never misses because he does that for himself. It depends on how important it is to you. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all, I mean, there's days where I don't want to take a 5 a.m. before I go to work, but I still will. And I mean, our members really do like keep me accountable in that aspect because my hours are fairly flexible depending on just like what I have going on that day. So like I can usually fit in like a 5 a.m. or, a, you know, if I have to work out at night, I can. But we have members like a, there's a member at a different studio and he's a firefighter. And I've had multiple conversations with him where he'll come off of a 24, 48 hour shift and then comes to the studio. Mm-hmm. And within those 24, 48 hours, he might have slept a solid total of eight hours in like small increments at a time, just cause that's how it goes. And I'm like, well, if, if that dude did it, like I can get up after my eight hour night of sleep and wake up at 4am to go take a 5am class. Yeah. Like suddenly my excuses aren't as big as they probably should be for me to skip my workout. 
And, and I think that's where we got, you got to get to that place is like, am I trying? And I think one great way to identify this is if I'm trying to find a reason not to. So that's how you know you're trying. Yeah. If you're looking for an excuse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When that, when that person texts you and they're like, you go into the gym tonight and you're trying to, you're trying to think about what to say back besides yes. Yep. You're trying. Mm -hmm. Uh, When your wife gives you that project and you're trying to find an excuse why you didn't get it done. That's because you were just trying. You weren't, you weren't planning on getting it done. You didn't prioritize it. You didn't do the thing. And I'm just so you guys know, I don't have a project at home. I'm just saying like, well, it's, that's it's a good the example. most relatable yeah. thing I can think <laughs> <Yeah>. of. <laughs> it's, it's, it's relatable. Actually, my to-do list at home is fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm not the DIY person. That's faith. You guys know that yeah. I'm, you know. <clears throat> but if you're, I think also if you're not looking for a way to get there, because all of us have busy schedules. I mean, mm-hmm. the slim like population that can just wake up and go to the gym whenever they want, when it's convenient for them, like super, super slim. We mm-hmm. all have yeah. busy schedules. If you're not actively looking for a way to get it in, I think that's also an indicator that you're not, or you're trying. Yeah. It, 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 you know, I think there's, there's so much to this episode because this, this topic can actually really expand and we can, we can talk about, yeah. you know, how, how to get out of that that pitfall of trying, right? I think, I think we talked about the main three things. The first one is make a small change because if you make too many big changes, then you're automatically going to fail Mm. because it's like, it's not sustainable. Mm, That was me in coaching class yesterday. Small changes in your pushes. That's it. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Perfect. Yes. Uh, that class was brutal, by the way. Mm. That tremor block, that 19 minute I block. I didn't get stick class. What a bad episode to say that. But. I, <laughs> I told them, you better not go too hard, too fast, man. Small changes. Uh, it was such you a good template You got a ways too. to go. Yeah. I was really wanting to be able Enjoyed to it. the same thing. Like when it you're is. trying versus training, like if you're yeah. shooting for the stars right away, you can't jump that high right away. Yeah. No. no. So, so the first thing is make a small change. Consistency prioritize consistency. And the last one is I'm going to use what Ali said is call yourself out, allow somebody else to call you out that you've been trying. Are you looking for an excuse that's called trying? Are you finding yourself six months later trying to do the same thing? That's because you weren't training for it. You were trying for it. So, um, there's some great tips there's living proof right here next to me that when you train for something, it doesn't take a lot of extra time. You're busy too. Mm, we, You're super busy. busy. Yes. You know, busy's not a good excuse. I wish my workout time was the exact same time every day, but you just make it work. Yeah, yeah. make it work. You just do it. It's not an excuse. Busy is not an excuse. And and listen, guys, come on, man. Don't don't let me down. Don't let the don't let the women down. These muscle mommies out here, they're coming for you. Set the set the example, be the leader, set the tone, and uh and look, you know. Hey, ladies are leaders too. I'm just saying. They are. Period. They are. They need to step up though, because I see a lot of women in there getting class busting busting butt. And uh I see a lot of video games being played. Anyways. <laughs> uh so get get out, get moving, stop trying, start training. And uh ladies, as always, thank you for joining me. And we'll talk to y'all next time. Bye.